Welcome to the Ran Down Podcast. This is Robin Thede, your fearless leader. This, of course, is our companion podcast to the Rundown with Robin Thede on Thursday nights on BET. I am so excited. I'm just going to jump right in and introduce my guest this week. We have today the one, the only, Rashad Robinson from Color of Change. Give it up for Rashad. Rashad, you are the national director. What is your title at Color of Change? It's executive director. Executive director. Let me get it right. I need to put some respect on your title. (laughs) Um, Now, you, I am so excited to have you here because Color of Change just does a ton of great work. What is your, like, two-line explanation of what Color of Change does? Powered by over one million uh, black folks and their allies, we uh, work to change the policies and practices that hold black people back and champion solutions that move all of us forward. It sounds like what The Rundown does. I love it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hardly. We've been on three episodes. You guys have been grinding for years. Um, All right, so we're going to get into more of that in a minute, but I want to talk about last night's episode. So last night we premiered our first documentary about the equity permit program in Oakland that helps uh, convicted people who have been convicted of a weed crime be able to jump the line to get a permit to sell weed. Mm-hmm. Um, now, have you heard of this program? Well, I've heard of programs like it. It's actually been part of a lot of advocacy that local and national activists have been doing, um, both on the ground and then sort of the academics like Michelle Alexander and yep. others have all been pushing that as we have started to legalize marijuana in this country and, you know, and people who are like behind bars, who um, can't get financial aid, um, um, whatever, because of selling weed or being engaged right. with weed, the problem is is that now um, they're also being locked out of the above-ground economy. Locked up and locked out. Locked out. And this is um, how the rules work yeah. to hold us back and to hold us out of, out of process. So we've actually, as we've engaged um, in ballot measures to legalize um, marijuana, which we're one of the only civil rights organizations that gets involved hey, in that. Um, and I, I love it. A civil I, rights organization telling people that they should all be able to smoke weed. That's yes, my kind of organization. Yes. I don't even that, smoke weed. It makes me paranoid. But I'm for it. You should You should be able to smoke it. You should be able to sell it, um, you know, and, and, and be able to make money in this in a, an above ground economy. And to the extent that um, we won't get involved in any um, any campaign that doesn't have some level of reparations involved, that doesn't have some level of ensuring that those who have um, suffered as a result are able to be part of the economy. Because otherwise, then we are just um, actually like doing more damage to communities because right. now we are creating a whole above ground economy and locking communities. Right. Out You're gentrifying weed selling. Yes. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> Which is crazy if you think about it. It's like, okay, black people were selling weed. They went to jail for weed. And then the white people replaced them on the block selling the weed. It's yep. like, this is all backwards. <laughs> uh, so that was that was really fun. Um, so, oh, last night, you know what else we talked about? Okay, so Justin Timberlake is now doing the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Yeah. So my stance is let Janet perform, too. She can take the stage, and Justin can take a knee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe she can rip something off of him or something <laughs> crazy, right? So, no. Um, but, but, but really, um, no, this... Uh, once again, it is, it, is, it is crazy... 
uh, you know, 500,000 uh, um, comments to the FCC. How many? 500,000 comments wow. to the FCC about um, Janet Jackson. Uh, you know, the only time that after was, it happened, after it happened, we actually surpassed that with our net neutrality work. It was the first time wow. anyone we had gotten more comments when we were like, trying to protect an open Internet. Yeah. But the idea that we just barely surpassed the Janet, the Jackson, Janet Jackson thing incident. for yeah. like an issue to hold the entire Internet open wow. um, and make the Internet fair means that like people are really like offended by oh like black God. people's bodies. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Really offended. Because she didn't even show her own breast. No, no. But they're still mad at her. Yes. No, it's crazy. It's crazy to me that people were so angry at Janet. We talked about last night. She lost so much. She lost uh, a Lena Horn movie. She lost, uh, uh, she got banned from places. She didn't get banned from the Super Bowl. That was kind of a myth that we yeah. couldn't remember. We validated it wasn't mm -hmm. true. But she lost out on so many opportunities, and it's just now she couldn't uh, perform at the Grammys. Or she had, and she, and she had, yeah, she had a uh, one of her better albums coming out that kind of yes. went away. I actually thought Demita Joe was a good album, and like it kind of like yes. suffered because she kinda, couldn't promote. She it. couldn't promote it. Nobody would have her on. Wow. Um, and so she lost a whole lot, and it's interesting that. Nothing happened to Justin Timberlake. Janet is just now really bouncing back. She's out on tour right now, killing it, remixing Bodak Yellow. I don't know if you saw that. Video. <laughs> I did see it, of course. Killing it, killing yes, it. Yeah. Janet Jackson is just so bad. Like, she's just, she's everything to me. Um, yeah, I just think, what do you think they can do to make that right? Like, do you think we're in a place, A, where people want to make it right? Or do you think people uh, have moved on? And B, do you think she deserves a spot on that stage when he goes up in February? I think she deserves her own spot when she wants it. I think like having a spot with Justin or around Justin is probably not the best way for her to like Correct. move it forward. But yes, she deserves uh, a spot of her on her own on her own terms. Um, Janet is, um, you know, going to go down as a legend. And um, I think uh, this will be a small footnote, you know, in the end. I hope it never gets mentioned. I yeah. mean, she you're right. She's an icon. Oh, you know who we also I laid into last night was Ben Carson. <laughs> <laughs> the deep uh, inhale. So what I said was basically that he's done nothing really of substance since he's been at HUD, except for the bad things. Right. Yep. They've cut crazy amounts of money, millions of dollars. From HUD, but he also made these statements like, well, you got some people who just want to rely on public housing for generations as if they're choosing to live in squalor. Like if as if they have millions in the bank, but they're just yeah. using up the public housing as if poverty isn't manufactured by a set of decisions that corporations and governments make. They make these decisions to manufacture poverty and then we blame poor people for a set of decisions that they don't actually are not actually making but a whole set of other decision makers. Ben Carson is also a symptom of who Donald Trump is in the world, right? Yeah. Donald Trump is a change the rules candidate in the way that um, different from Obama, even even George W. Bush, who were change candidates. They were trying to change within the context. We may have disagreed with the politics of previous urban developments, urban housing development secretaries, right. but we actually knew they knew something about yes, housing and urban development. that is the difference. And that is the difference. Ben Carson, like, I feel like... He knows nothing. Yes. No, actually, let's play this sop from last night real quick. Let's play this piece of tape from last night of Ben Carson talking about people who address him when we say that he has no experience. A lot of people say, but you're a doctor, so you can't possibly know anything about housing. How can you possibly run HUD? You know, people are so stupid. 
Yeah, Ben, people are stupid, and you're one of them. Uh, <laughs> yes, like the thoughtful answer from a brain surgeon. Right, right. <laughs> and then he goes on something, that clip is really long. He goes on to say, like, you know, there's people that do uh, brain surgery, and it's like, but they don't know everything about medicine. And I'm like, no, 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 but they know the things about their department. Yep. And you do not know anything about your department. So Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, yes. used to be the HUD secretary. Yes. Would Ben Carson let him operate on his brain? <laughs> Point taken. Exactly. Ben Carson needs somebody to operate on his brain. Yes. Something is going on up in there. Um, uh, it's so funny, too. Like, I think about what you're saying is exactly right. Like, uh, that he is a symptom of Trump because Trump is the person who has no experience, who is in the office. Uh, you know, and they used to yell at Obama. He had no experience. He's only a one-term senator. Mm-hmm. What does he know? At least he had been a senator. Like, what has Trump done? It wasn't and he's proving. That it he's wasn't. Not. None of the yelling Obama wasn't logical. They yelled at him. We had a tan oh, suit on. Are you saying it was something else, Rashad? Yes. What could it have possibly been? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. No, he. They yeah, the yelled, tan suit was the, his biggest. Yeah, his they, biggest scandal. they yelled at him when he had a tan suit that he was like taking down America, like taking down <laughs> our, our values. That like, like, whoa, is us? How dare this happens? And Trump is like. I'm a grab him by the like, oh. and then and they're like, well, you yep. know, it's locker room talk. He's a businessman. He doesn't play by the rules. He doesn't play by the rules. Yeah, no, he uh, plays by the rules. The rules for like yeah. white men. Yeah. The funny thing about Obama's suit being brown, I think they didn't like it because it was brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were like I, another brown thing in the White they're House. They're like, but you know. It was too much brown. The idea that like some of the members of Congress were all of a sudden trying to be Anna Wintour, that was like a that was a problem. Yeah, they, for got me. Yeah. they got nerve. They got nerve. You know what else we talked about last night? We talked about um uh black women being attacked by the president, right? Oh yes. He is on this rampage from uh Sergeant David Johnson's wife, Maisha Johnson. Uh, to Frederica Wilson, Rep Wilson, Maxine Waters, Jamel Hill, April Ryan, like just in the in the 10 months he's been in office, he has no problem coming for black women, but he has yet to call out Eminem or anybody, you know, any of the white people that have really called him out. I'm not saying he's never called white people out, but he seems to be having a distinct pattern with black women. It's almost like it, you know, it's like know your place, black people, yes. black women, like how dare you even think that you can yeah. say anything about me? Um, it's so interesting, especially given everything that I've recently read about the awkward relationship he has with Amarosa. Oh, tell they, me the tea, because I don't know. I yes, don't understand so what her job is. So, well, <laughs> I, no one understands what her job okay. is, except apparently her uh, right. and Donald Trump. Ooh. And so apparently they have all these late night phone calls. What? Yes. So he called her late night. And so John Kelly actually has tried to stop this. Yes, I Because heard about he that. calls her late night. Okay. And they talk on the phone. And then all of a sudden he like, she like riles him up. She like tells him things that like they've decided they're not going to tell him. Like, this is what they're saying about oh. you. Oh, did you read this story? <gasps> like, it's really She's interesting. She's the instigator. Because I actually have friends like that. And so, <laughs> Don't we all? Like, like they're like, they're <laughs> Like, you haven't been on social media? I think that person was trying to throw oh, shade in their mentions about oh, you. God. They didn't say your name, Rashad. But, they but like, you need to but see you, this because it was, yeah. So Amarosa is that friend, wow. right? And so she calls her 
They, She's the Carly Red uh-huh, at the White House. Uh huh. And we and then they, <laughs> <laughs> and so and so yeah. And so all of a sudden, um, so yeah. So they have this weird relationship, and she doesn't have any real responsibilities at the White House. She right? comes in and out of meetings as she wants to. She comes to the press room. Oh my she sits god! There because and you know I have known people that have had the title that Omarosa has has at the White House, which is. Is a, she like a what is what is she's the title? Like the communications. She would basically so she something? would basically have been the communications person inside of Valerie Jarrett's office. Inside, if you think oh. about like Obama's White House and like the structures, okay. she's in public engagement. And she's a communications. Okay, okay, we have her exact title. It is the director of communications for Office of Public Liaison. That is a bunch of words that make no sense. <sighs> yes, but it is what you said. Yeah, that it. Is cr- how do you even fit that on a business card, Omarosa? <laughs> what are they, the size of an envelope? <laughs> she, we're paying for her business cards. Yes. This is what makes me mad, is that I am paying for Omarosa's long-ass business cards. Yes. And for her to be in the White House having these weird late-night booty call hour conversations with Trump. Yes. Ew. Yes, and then she's rolling up on April Ryan. Listen, like, like, and Ed Gordon yes, and everybody at the end. Yes. ABJ. I no, know what you I said. Cannot. Don't we got we got come for you right? later. It is it is. Um, and her threats are always empty because yes. she has no real power. Yes. But like what I'm like, I want to. Here's what I want to believe, Rashad. I want to believe that Omarosa has this secret mission to dismantle Trump from the inside out, and she just won't tell us. <laughs> uh, what was what was that? Um, the Quentin Tarantino movie is not coming to me with um, Jackie with, Brown. No, with Jamie Fox and oh Django, Django, Django and Chase. she is Sam Jackson. She is. God damn it. Yeah, you're right. She's like, she's like, <laughs> she's like, she's like. You better be good to master. <laughs> you better be good. You better be good to master. <laughs> and you know what? Is she. That's actually the perfect example because he was only that way to save his own hive. Yes. So this is the other thing. Amarosa has like traveled in democratic circles. Yes. I remember when I was at GLAD um, and we were having the GLAD Awards and it was the year that I believe like Carrie Sherrell or someone was on yeah. and she snuck into the GLAD Awards which is a fundraiser Why without, a ticket, without a ticket. And we had and they asked me because I was like the, the senior black at GLAD and they yeah. were like can you go um, <laughs> get this get woman out of here? Out of <laughs> the thing. And I was like I was like I was like, this doesn't seem like a director level title <laughs> responsibility. Like, we got all this security here at this thing, and you yeah, want why me do to, I have to go? I gotta go. You know, it's bad when security is scared to talk yeah. to Omarosa. You're like, Rashad, you gotta do Can it. Can you man. go just talk to her? We like, don't want any problems. I was like, but it's already a problem. <laughs> like, you know. What? She is famous for sneaking into sneaking places. Sneaking in places, no ticket. Uh, it was a seated event, so I was just like, well, wait, wait till everybody sits down. Right, there's no chair for you. Yeah, yeah. You literally do not have a seat at the yeah. table, Omarosa. <laughs> oh, my God. That is insane. Uh, we got to get her on the podcast. Um, <laughs> she'll come, right? No problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so we got a couple tweets last night uh, that I'd like to give a shout out to some of the folks who tweeted at us last night. At Mary Joseph Jr. said, wait a damn minute. Y'all was in Oakland and talked to my peoples? Hashtag rundown BET. So, yes, we were in Oakland. Shout out. Bay Area. Yay, yeah, area. Um, you guys are amazing. Thank you for taking care of us while we were in Oakland. Brandy Furtado says, Equity Law piece you did was amazing. Robin Thede, uh, the Rundown BET, CNN could learn a thing or two from you. Oh, hello. Yes. A little bit of shade. little shade there. Appreciate it. 
Uh, yeah, that that piece was fun. It was so fun. I love just part of the vision of the show was just getting out and talking to black people about what's going on with them that no one else is going to talk about. Yep. You know. Yep. Uh, Dream Undeferred, I like that Twitter handle, said, Thank you, Robin Thede, for calling out R. Kelly's trifling, predatory, criminal ass. Was just talking about him this a.m. Uh, and then a real angry face. <laughs> so uh, appreciate that. You know, we're going we're gonna to keep our finger on that uh, topic. I don't think I could do this show correctly if I did not stand up for what's happening to black girls and women in all sorts of ways, right? Like, I can't be on television and not say something when things like that are going on. And I don't care how much people are mad at me or how much people, you know, don't like me talking about it. The point is, it's something that's going on in our community. I know you saw my takedown of R. Kelly. I did. And it was, you know, it's it's the rundown, right? So I can't spend too much time on topics. But I was able to get a couple of minutes in at, at, at Mr. Aura. How I did you feel about that? I thought it was clear and tight, but most of all, it was a call to action. You know, I really appreciated that you spoke directly to black folks about the fact that we can't keep ignoring this. When Color of Change went out on our petition um, on R. Kelly and did some social media work, we actually also ended up having to get on the phone with RCA and and go back back and forth with them. Uh, They made it clear that they, they weren't the right people to talk to about his tour and people kept pushing us around. Everyone's, you know, trying to make money. Wait, so let me explain that a little bit for folks who don't know. So you guys sent out a petition to get your million uh, uh, members interested to see if they were interested in joining a campaign to talk about this and to to get to the bottom of what's going on with our Absolutely, and also to try to shut down the tour. To make it clear that he should not be supported and promoted tours, have corporate sponsors and all sorts of other sort of ways in which the public is making someone acceptable. And we were like, this is not acceptable and it was actually um, not so much interesting and surprising but um, what was I guess interesting and surprising was that our social media page lit up um, with a lot of people that were supporting us but honestly a lot of people that were outraged that we were trying to how take dare down. you how dare you take down the queen of Chicago step queen. Uh, yeah. I just said queen the king of <laughs> Chicago step forgive yeah. me and, um, and, and he would be lucky to be a queen <laughs> very lucky I mean at this at this point in time and it was just it was in and the arguments you know that um, obviously um, all sorts of ways of trying not to believe um, the young women um, kind of long conspiracy theories about taking down black men, long conspiracy yeah, theories that's the about, stuff that gets me. you know, these young girls, they show up. I know for a fact they show up to these concerts. Oh they God. show up and they try to entice these um, these men. And so there was a very healthy yeah. back and forth exchange yeah. on both sides. But most of the time when we go out with a campaign, our like members are like, yep. We got you. Yes, we got you. What these women are saying, just to recap, for those of you who haven't seen the show yet, these women, especially this year, have been coming out and saying uh, that he's physically abused them, that he's sexually assaulted them, that he's kept them away from their families. Now, these are the words of the women, you know, and he hasn't been taken to court for this, um, although he's been taken to court for many other things. But um, why do you think we don't want to believe these women? Well, if we're going to be really honest um, about this, is that we, in order to believe these women, have to reconcile with a lot of things that have happened in our own families Uh and our own communities. We have to reconcile with the way that black women and black girls are treated as disposable. Um, And we have to reconcile with so many ways in which we've um, been silent and complicit 
um, the stories that don't get told inside of our families at times, the ways that stories are mistold yeah. over time, the silence around things that people know. And so to the extent that folks have to take a true stand against R. Kelly, uh, they also have to deal with the glass houses that they live in. Yeah, I think you're right. I think at the end of the day, look, I know people don't want to air our dirty laundry, but when it came out that Bill Cosby, you know, that there were almost 60 accusers for uh, against Bill Cosby, black people had to reconcile that and had to say, hey, yeah, maybe this guy wasn't our dad figure, you know, and like. That's why they say never meet your heroes, right? It doesn't have to keep you from enjoying the Cosby show, but we do need to be honest with the fact that real people were affected by by actions of these men. So I think I think we're now in a climate though with like Harvey Weinstein and all this stuff that's happening. I feel like people are a little bit more open to listening to women. That's my hope. I like to try to be mm. optimistic. So I think but black I, people have a different struggle. Black because, people have a different struggle and yeah. black women have a different struggle. Yes, for sure. Outside of Lapita. Um, right. The victims have been white, yeah. and white women have gotten listened to in this well, moment. Well, Jill Scott came out and said something, too. Yes, yeah, she did yeah. come out and say something, too. Yeah. But but um, him more saying horrible things to her, right. not about right. him That's actually um, physically attacking her. Right. Um, and, and then he came out and spoke out against Lupita, but not out against anybody else. No one else, right? And so the idea that, once again, um, the, the rules are different yes. uh, for... Um, who gets um, empathy, who gets um, justice, who gets support. Ooh, woo! You see why we have Rashad Robinson here today. This man is up in here preaching. I think these kind of these kind of voices are so important to hear, and and I'm just so excited you're here today. Well, I'm that, excited for you I, and well, what you're, you. everything you're doing. I really, really am. We are so excited at Color of Change. We love it. We've been promoting it, so we just really appreciate you. Thank you. All right, so let's take a step back. Enough about R. Kelly. All right, so obviously I host a late night show, mm-hmm. but you've actually had an interesting um, role to play kind of in the late night world. I know yeah. a few years ago you sent a letter to Lauren Michaels at SNL. So, yeah, so at the, um, you know, when they were starting off like the next season of, of SNL a couple of years ago, and we saw that there was going to be no black women, um, not only on the show, but in the writer's room, we were like, Enough is enough. We not did even a, a janitor. Not, I mean, not, not, nothing. <laughs> nothing. So we did a couple of things. We not only did an open letter in the Hollywood Reporter directly to um, Lauren Michaels, but we also launched a campaign against NBC Universal. And we ended up going directly to NBC's um, highest executive staff. We had a couple of meetings there. One time we actually brought a box of all these comments that black women members had Get made out. about what it meant to be locked out of They were industry. all written on paper? Yep. And we Oh, we, and we it. like dumped brought, them in front of them. We dumped them in front of them. It was That's really, gangster. it was I really funny. It. Like the diversity, um, the diversity director, um, you know, who's black at NBC Universal. He was kind of annoyed. Um, and yeah. we're like, we're like, look, who's gonna clean this up? We don't even have a black janitor. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's actually true. Um, and, and so um, no. So that so what they did was they um, we went back and forth with for a while. And I remember when they called us right before they were releasing um, the sort of story that they had made this good decision that they had a, they had um, at the time um, were putting not just one black woman, but, but two, two, but, but yeah. two, um, actually three. Three. It was um, two writers because Leslie started That's as a right. writer at first. That's right. And then um, it was Shashir yep. who was on the show. Um, and LaKendra Tooks, who was a writer. Who was a writer, yeah. And, yep. so, and so we were actually surprised by the fact they actually – we knew that when they did the open casting call for yep. basically black women that yep. it was um, 
that we were on the way uh, and they recognized it. But we kept the pressure on because we didn't know. And, Absolutely. And so to the And look who they got. Yes. These amazing women. I mean, Leslie Jones is a massive star. So Sheer is so talented. Yes. Like, this is it's I incredible. mean, if I, if I. But they always try to tell us, oh, well, they're yes. not out there. We're the, looking. They're just not there. The, oh, yes. really? Because you made one call and found a superstar. That's so what, what every that's what every industry says when always. they don't have black people. Color changes and take corporate money. But I feel like uh, NBC should be paying us like. <laughs> Like, like some, yes. like, you know, residual yes. finding fees or Absolutely. something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, who actually, Amber Ruffin, who's on Seth Meyers, auditioned in that same audition, uh-huh. and Seth Meyers took her. So, See? really, it's four. Yep, that's, yeah. that's incredible. Yep. I auditioned too. I didn't get it. Hey, um. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but you, um, got, you have your own show. Oh, no, this is much better. You have your better. own show with this your name on the, on the title. Yes, yes, yes. 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 This is yeah, much better. Yeah. Um, uh, so Chris Rock is my Lauren Michaels, um, who's executive producer of this show. Fun fact. Um, Rashad, I want to talk about how I met you. I was doing the pilot for this show and I started just stalking you on social media because of all the work that Color of Change was doing. Um, because in the pilot, uh, which is something we're going to redo this story for the show. So this is a little bit of a spoiler podcast listeners. Um, we were doing, we did a, uh, short documentary about facial recognition software and how police departments use it and how the majority of the time the surveillance that they're using cannot tell black people apart. Yep. What? It's insane that 95% of police departments use this facial recognition software and they use it on black people, Uh but it cannot tell us apart. Yes. And so it was almost like, like eight drinks in at the bar and someone tells me I look like Idris. (laughs) And I'm like, yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, that is um, that is facial recognition software. But then they arrest you and throw you in jail and hold you without cause. Yeah, 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 yeah. So (laughs) so none of the so none of the good stuff, only the bad stuff. But um, but yes, it is a recognition of how sometimes uh, Silicon Valley thinks that we can code our way out of the problems that we're in in terms of criminal justice, and that if we just have new software, we can deal with the human error. But humans are making the software. Correct. Humans are making this. Um, They're giving the software their racism. Their that racism. is exactly what's happening. And what we're seeing now, even in terms of um, AI that's happening right yes, now. Yes, we're going to get into that too. You know, it's it's so interesting that AI is now learning um, how to be racist because wow. the white supremacists on their um, trolls are going on to certain videos and they're flagging videos that have content with like Black Lives Matter activists, maybe two women kissing, and they're flagging it as offensive. And AI oh, is, learning, is, is that. learning that it's offensive and stuff is being pulled oh down. My God. We are like now trying to work with a set of organizations, Muslim organizations, LGBT organizations, because it's happening to all of us wow. because the white supremacist groups are so organized where they will send like 500 trolls to a single video and then YouTube AI will like pull the video down. Oh my God. This is what I'm talking about. This is, I mean, this is Rashad will blow your mind every time because you'll talk about the simplest thing and he will expand it out and show you how it is going to ruin all brown people (laughs) and and minority communities. And hopefully, (laughs) and hopefully in the process, a pathway, how we build movements. Yes, that is true. Fight. And you are like, very and optimistic. Yes. Uh, yeah, I try. You I try. do give us tools. Yes. And, and I yeah. definitely want to encourage people to go to Color of 
Climatechange.org. Yes. Um, and find out more about what they are doing because we cannot cover it possibly at all on this podcast. But shout out to Brandy and everybody else at Color of Change yeah. who was so helpful for me in making my original pilot, yep. which is why we got picked up. I'm saying it was a major part of it. And that's when I first became... Uh, um, interested in all the work that you're doing and stalking that. you on social media and then finally seeing you in person and never letting you go. Um, so well, we're, we're, we're joined together now. Yes, yes. We, are. we are. So every week on the podcast, <laughs> I ask people who's invited to the cookout. Now, this is kind of a, a little bit of a problematic game because no answer is actually correct. Mm -hmm. But, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, there's this kind of like thing on social media where like, oh, so-and-so's invited to the cookout. But mm -hmm. it's like, who really gets to let the person into the cookout? Yes, so, yeah. Bob Corker and Jeff Flake, you think they get to come to the cookout? No. <laughs> but but I would not mind allowing them to park cars. Very good. See? See? It's all love. Yes. Janet Jackson, what's her role at the cookout? Um, Janet Jackson, um, Janet Jackson's role would be to sit and have people like appreciate her. Yes, and serve her. And serve her. Yes. Um, Bring her grapes. Maybe, but I, I, I would I would let her like make some music selections. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe like DJ. yeah, like DJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, if Janet Jackson was a DJ at my cookout, <laughs> yeah, that would be dope. We yeah. should probably make that happen. I want to tell you, you haven't actually seen our set in person, right? No. We have to get you down there. But so on the blue wall, there are images of 200 black people from history that mean something personally to me and to most black people. Yeah. So I always play a little game where I have our guests uh, guess who's on the wall. So I'll tell you some of the names that are on the wall. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Michelle Obama, all the Obamas, Sasha, yeah, yeah. Uh, Malia, uh, Barack, that guy. Um, <laughs> Aretha Franklin, Dizzy Gillespie, Richard Pryor, the Hidden Figures, you know, Katherine Johnson, yeah. like all, lots of great people. Mae Jemison. So there's everybody from science and tech to sports to comedians to actors to visionaries, right? Um, all right, here's a couple of people. I'm just going to ask if you think they're up there. Tina Turner. Yes. Yeah, easy one. Ike Turner. No. Correct. <laughs> you never know. You, you, never you, know. you start easy. I know. Yeah, you start okay, easy. Okay. All right. Now these are going to get more complicated. Dennis Rodman? No. You yep. sure? He still holds some sports records in the NBA. He still holds some sports records, but he's a Donald Trump supporter. Yep. He like is hanging out with little Kim. Yeah. What's wrong with little Kim? Little oh, Kim. Oh, Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, Dennis Rodman is not up there. You are correct. Okay. Uh, Don King. No. Why not? Because of the jackets. Amen. I can't deal with it. That man has more flair than a TGI Friday's apron. I do not understand what he is doing with these bedazzled jackets. Yes, yeah, they... The older he gets, the weirder. I thought he dressed weird in the 80s, but he is really going for I it mean, now. I mean, it really hurts. My I don't know where one would buy <laughs> those jackets no, from. One cannot purchase those. Yes. One has to make them. Make them. Like with like a, like the, be the, yes. yeah, the bedazzled. The bedazzler yeah. and a hot glue gun. Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> Trick question. I said black people. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> one day I'll tell you about meeting her a long time ago. Oh, one at a day conference. right now. And I and I thought that she was. Um, I thought she was black. Listen. And because she was just at, at a conference, but it's and not she was your just fault. Talking. Obviously, a lot of people did. I just thought she was. I mean, I have like people in my family that yeah. once she like had the tan and the hair, I was like, oh, like she like. Wait, so I, I so didn't you even, met her like before at, the controversy. oh before the controversy. Oh. And um, before the controversy, I was like afraid that like she and she had engaged a couple of times with oh, like no. reaching out around stuff. 
before. And so I was like afraid. I was like a high alert, like we're gonna be exposed yes, for knowing Rachel yes, Dolezal. But I think she was working with a lot of black people. People took I think about the students that were taking her African American studies classes and her African studies and people getting her their hair braided. Although I would let her braid my hair. But I just think about like And she was bringing in the sweet potato pie to the yo, class and was like this is imagine if you had rules about whose sweet potato pie you didn't yo, eat and you had right, ate her sweet potato pie. Oh, and no. then you ate her sweet potato pie. Yeah. Her yeah. name is now Nkichi Amare Diallo. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. She said it was given to her by some tribal <laughs> leaders. Okay, Rachel. Yeah. Um, so she's not on the wall. She, she is not on the wall. Because it's famous black people. She is not on the wall because it's famous black people. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr., you think he's on the wall? Ooh. No. No, he's not. He could be, though. He definitely could be. Yeah. My criteria was like. You I, only have so many. Yeah, I only slots. have so many. You know, we started with six. Oh. Six pictures back there. And I was like, we got to make them smaller. I got more people. I have more, uh-huh. way more inspirations. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. For me, it was just like, okay, maybe season two, we swap it out and have 200 more. But I was so happy that I could even just rattle off a list of 200 black people who had made such a difference in the world. And then I remember, well, why am I excited about that? We set the trends in every area. Across the board. You know, people um, love black culture and hate black people at the same time. Oh, if that ain't a word, y'all better turn your podcast up. Um, All right, cool. Um, Rashad, you are an absolute pleasure, an absolute joy. I am not going to take too much more of your time, but I will tell the listeners that you will see Rashad. You will see his face on this show at some point. He's a friend of the show and somebody that you guys need to know and you need to support Color of Change and all the amazing work that they're doing. Again, you can go to colorofchange.org, get involved with any number of campaigns from the smallest thing, literally just to reading about stories to the largest thing and getting involved and getting boots on the ground. They really can meet people wherever they are. Um, And so thank you so much, Rashad, for being here. Give it up for Rashad Robinson, everybody. This is so much fun. Thank you for having me. You are amazing. Um, And before we go, guys, I just want to let you know a little bit about where you can find us online. First of all, last night's episode is up on BET.com, so make sure you guys check that out. It is a great one, if I do say so myself. Uh, And it is up for free for the next seven days. So uh, from one rundown to the next week's rundown, you can watch it for free, full episodes at BET.com. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Rundown, B-E-T. And if you put it on Twitter with a hashtag, you'll see a little black unicorn. That's our little emoji friend. Um, Also, uh, make sure to listen to our podcast like you just did. If you stuck around this far, you might as well stick around every week. Um, So thanks again for listening, you guys. I really appreciate it. Rashad, do you have anything else you need to plug before we go? No, I just want to tell people to watch your show. I appreciate you. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much. This has been our third episode of The Randown. I'm so excited. I hope you're enjoying it because I'm having a blast. And we'll see you next Thursday.